stuff. Welcome to episode number 255 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason, and this is the show where we get to know the creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. And honestly, here's, an, here's a question, and you need to answer it honestly. Is there anything better than cake? No, there's not. I don't know about you all, but in this time of quarantine, I've been baking like cookies and stuff. Sometimes they come out great. Sometimes they're too salty, daddy. You know what I'm saying? You know that voice. You know what I'm talking about. So it was a huge thrill to talk to my buddies, Melissa and Cindy from Not Your Everyday Cake here in Houston, Texas to learn about all the intricate, cool, creative, and amazing cakes that they make for all kinds of different occasions, birthdays, wedding showers. You got an occasion, they got a cake. And if they don't have a cake, they'll make a cake because that's what they do. They are creative cake-making geniuses. And I think you're going to learn a lot about what it means to be a cake-making genius through the course of this conversation. Thanks for listening, of course. All the past episodes are available at goodstuffpod.com. Get over there. Get those old episodes. Listen to them. They're not old. They're past episodes. Nothing is old here on the Good Stuff Kids podcast. We stay the same age. Do you know what I'm saying? You may not because I'm not even sure that's a thing. Anyway, let's learn about cake making and whether or not it's fun to make people to go on cakes because I don't know and so much more. Here is Melissa and Cindy from Not Your Everyday Cake. To welcome two of my very best friends in the whole world, <laughs> Cindy and Melissa from Not Your Everyday Cakes to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. How are you today? We are great. Happy to be here. Very happy to be here. And thank you so much for having us. Are you kidding me? I would have it no other way. We've sort of done this podcast informally 15 to 20 times as we sit at in the least. office. And I have, at least, as I have lots of questions about cakes and how you all do what you do. Um, we should say that we're in Houston, Texas. In a secret location that no one can know, <laughs> and uh, and I, first of all, first of all, tell me the name of your business. What what do you do that I find so amazingly exciting? The name of our business is not your everyday cake, and that we should say is Melissa for vocal distinguishing purposes because we are a audio podcast. I'm very professional here as well. So, Cindy, could you introduce yourself with your voice? Uh, I'm Cindy. I just so happens that I am Melissa's mother. Well, that's an amazing part of this whole story is that this is a a mother daughter operation. So let's let's start at the uh, I guess not start at the beginning because you all have quite a long history together as a mother daughter <laughs> team. But when did you decide that going into business together and in specifics a cake making business was the way? to go like how did this all start how did this happen i made cakes for years and years i i used to see cakes for my kids that i wanted for their birthday parties but i didn't want to pay for them <laughs> and so i thought you know maybe i can figure out how to do this so i would make cakes for them for their birthday parties and then when 
the TV shows started coming out on Food Network and other places and showing these cakes with fondant, I was very intrigued by those and started playing with that. And Melissa would come over and she'd see it and she'd start playing with it. And we got asked by a friend of Melissa's. It was a coworker of mine. Yeah. Um, it was her son's first birthday. She was looking for a cake. And my mom happened to be in the office that day. <laughs> good timing. Uh-huh. My other job. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, offered to make the cake for this kid's birthday party and had a lot of fun working with the fondant. And that's when we really decided we wanted to start learning more about it. So we started taking Wilton classes, really just for fun. At that point, there was not the idea of turning it into a business. It was just a hobby. It was a hobby. And you, you all are crafty. One thing I know about you all is that you're crafty. And I don't mean that in like a sneaky way. I mean that in like you like to do arts, artistic stuff kind of way. So you said Wil- Wilton class? Wilton. Wilton. W-I-L-T-O-N. What, what is that? So Wilton is a brand that makes all sorts of cake making supplies. Everything you would need to bake a cake and decorate it. Okay. Wilton. And they have classes. They have okay. at, at at Michaels and some other places. Mm-hmm. They do these mm-hmm. flower making classes flour making. Oh, out of cool. fondant. Out of fondant. Yes. Um, so so Cindy. When you when your kids were younger and you were thinking about making them cake, what's any what was like one of the ones that you made where you're like, oh, I, I don't need to buy this in the store. Like, I could do this on my own. Uh, I, I can remember for her first birthday, they had uh, Cabbage Patch dolls uh-huh. were very big then. Uh-huh. And so we wanted a Cabbage Patch themed cake, Cabbage Patch dolls themed, themed party. And uh, it just so happened that Wilton had a... Do we get credit for giving yeah, Wilton shout out. all this? Wilton, if you're listening, <laughs> yes. Mr. and Mrs. Wilton, uh, we'll take some credit here. <laughs> uh, they had a pan that was a shape of a Cabbage Patch uh, doll. And so I bought the pan and I said, you know, and I had seen this in the you know, places and I said, I can do that. Yeah. And I can decorate it and make it look like a cute little Wilton doll. Okay. Or no, cabbage, cabbage Patch doll. Cabbage Patch. But Wil- Wilton, I'm sure, are very delightful <laughs> dolls. So, okay, here here's my question. I think that... To get to everything that I want to know, let's let's walk through the process of of making a cake and like how this all goes. So, for example, I'm looking at your website and there's all kinds of amazing cakes, fire trucks, folks. There's fire trucks. There's there's PJ masks. Like <laughs> a lane of Avalor, I think I see a Chicago Cubs Wrigley Field. So let's say I wanted a cake and something I want to do is. Can I have a guitar-shaped cake? We've done that. You've done that. Okay, yeah. so so you've we've talked. You know that I obviously want chocolate cake with all the icing, every kind, all the whatever it is. So what what is like the first thing that happens? How do you make my guitar cake? So the first thing that happens is we'll sit down and we will draw out a design of the cake and usually argue over the details of that cake. <laughs> well, because you're a mother-daughter team. Yes. That makes sense. Yes. Yeah. And because you know, we've, we've kind of gotten our somewhat, we have different parts that we each do. Ah. I do all the baking and the making of the frostings and everything else. And uh, she's, she's the, I'm creative too, but she's really, really creative. 
So, uh, so she's the creative one. She just, but I'm the one that sits around and watches YouTube and gets all these little things. And when she comes up with an idea, kind of says, "There's no way you can implement that," you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, so she comes up with the ideas and all the little details, and she's very good at working on all the little tiny details. Okay, so like. So you would bake the cake. Do, do you? So I've seen the shows, right? Like we've seen the shows, and basically it looks like what they do is they bake a sheet cake and then sort of cut around. Depending it, on yeah, depending well, for on like a for a guitar, yes, we would bake a big a bunch of sheet cakes, uh-huh. and we would put them all together. And it's a day's process because you have to, you can't just you know bake it and do it and cut it and do and whatever. It has to go in and out of the refrigerator because in order to you have to bake it and then frost it and then put it in the refrigerator because to cut it and carve it, it's got to be a little bit firm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so unless you're going to bake a really hard cake, which we don't like those kinds of cakes. Mm, not, we like very cake. moist mm-hmm. and soft cakes. Tasty cakes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, unless you're going to bake a firm cake, you know, you have to keep go, you know, doing this. Yeah. So, you know, you, you take it out and you carve it and you, you make it the shape you want it to be and... Frost it and put it back in the refrigerator, uh-huh. and you know, so it's 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 then, a process. And then the fondant comes in. That we we do all of, we make all the details. Uh huh. Any detail that needs to be made for the cake. Fondant's a really funny thing. It's awesome. Kids love fondant. Like to eat it or like play with it? it. Yeah. yeah. Well, they like to play with it uh-huh. too. Uh, but to eat it, it's like almost pure sugar. Uh but if you let it sit out it just gets harder okay it doesn't go bad it just gets harder and harder and harder and harder and harder so we can make the details for a cake weeks early oh but you know but then we do we want to make sure our cakes are good and fresh so we make you know don't bake them until a day or two before has there ever been a cake so i i think i get the the like you know the guitar might be I don't even know if it would be like on the simple side of cake making, but what was the cake that you all said, okay, we, we'll do this. You know, you get a customer coming to you. What was the one where you were like, oh, we may have, excuse the pun, bitten off more than we can chew. <laughs> so, so we actually find that the cakes that we think are going to be the simplest end up being the most difficult. And I think probably the Minecraft cake you think that? Oh, God, yes. Someone came to <laughs> oh, us wanting a Minecraft cake, and it looked pretty simple. It was just a cube with a whole bunch of little tiles on it. Mm-hmm. But um, this was earlier in the business, and we hadn't really perfected straight edges at that point. And to make a cube, it looks really funky if it has rounded edges. So we spent hours and hours and hours cutting out little fondant tiles to put on the cake. It looked nothing like a cube in the end. Like tiles were falling off. It was a disaster. But the client was really happy. So, <laughs> well, it, yeah. Huh. And what was one that was surprisingly like came together a lot easier than you anticipated? Hmm. Which one? That's a tough one. So we that's, can come back to it. That's yeah, an I have to spot think kind about that. Mm-hmm. that. That's a tough one. Every cake that we do. We find out, you know, things that we should never have done or, you know, and, and we learn from yeah. each time, you know, like 
like one of the things that Melissa loves to remember, we like we have little parts that we remember from each other. Of course. And one of her favorite memories was when we were making a. Oh, please let me tell this. Oh, one. please tell please it. Please let all. me tell this one. <laughs> yes, tell it. So, um, it was actually a cake for our rabbi for his son's birthday, and it was a Scooby Doo themed cake. Oh. And we needed a very specific blue. Well, they wanted for this the Scooby Doo bus, the the, the, the mystery van. machine. Yeah. Mystery yes. Machine. Yeah. Yes. So very specific blue. And it's really hard because you start with white fondant and you have to add in different colors to make the color that you oh, want. Oh, it doesn't come pre-colored. It, it does. You can buy it pre-colored. But, that, would but not, that is not how we roll at Not Your Everyday Well, we cakes. do sometimes. That's how we sometimes roll. That's how we sometimes yeah. roll. Sometimes. If, uh-huh. it's like a, if it's a standard yeah, red. Like, a, like primary colors, like Got red, it. blue, yellow. I mean, you know. Yeah. But when you're getting nuanced and need to make it uh-huh. a very specific color. And teal. Oh, not teal. Teal is hard. So... I said, Mom, you should make a small batch of this first so we make sure the color comes out right and we don't waste a whole bunch of fondant. And my mother, who is very confident and has instilled that trait in me as well, um, in all of her confidence decided that she was going to color all two pounds of fondant at one time. Uh-huh. And the color turned out terrible. Oh. It was awful. It was not even close Un- unusable. to... Unusable. Unusable. The for biggest s- problem was the fact that we had no more fondant. Yeah. And the cake was for the next day. Oh. And so we had to um, find some fondant quickly to, because you can make fondant, uh-huh. but, uh, you know, it's very time consuming and it doesn't always come out with a good texture and, you know, all this. And so we choose to buy our fondant and we've done lots of taste testing and we only use Specific, yeah, specific fondant. Specific fondant. Yes, and so we had to go find fondant at nighttime before the cake. Oh my god, was that? That, must, that sounds stressful. It um, was. So from here on out, every time um, my mom wants to do something that I don't necessarily agree with her procedure. I just say Scooby Blue. Scooby Blue. Scooby Blue. And we never disagree with each other. Do I mean, we? Why, how could you possibly? You're two of the nicest people I've yes, ever met. Never. So. Interesting to be in business with your mom, vice versa. Interesting to be in business with your daughter. Um, So I'm looking at some, I I just want to like some of the cakes that I see here. So I get to cheat. I'm looking at the website. There's um, the Wrigley Field, which I mentioned. The Mario cake is incredible, but which brings me to an interesting question. So one thing I know is that there's a lot of sculpting of characters that happens here. And I just saw one, actually, that was like a baby shark cake that you all made. And those sharks look, like, so awesome and fun. And and Mario looks fun, too. I'm wondering if there's, like, a difference between creating, like, animal characters versus creating, like, human characters. And who would be responsible for that and, and, and how that works. By the way, folks, this is what's called a total leading question. Uh, yes. <laughs> Would you like to take this one? Sure. <laughs> so when we go through this process of talking to people and seeing what their ideas are and what they would like, you know, I, they're telling me things and I'm throwing out ideas to a customer of what we can do. And oftentimes I tend to throw out some ideas that my creative person who does most of that sculpting of those people and those animals doesn't always love to make. 
<laughs> and so it is. There's a real difference in making them. And, you know, so you, you, Melissa is awesome yeah. at making these things. She really is. But if she had her choice, she would never make a person ever again. But she does, and mm-hmm. she does a great job at it. And she loves making little animals and all their animal faces and all their cute things. Yeah. And thus she's very good at it. I find animals easier to make than people because there are a lot of variations. And what you'll see if you are making a monkey, a monkey can look very different. Right, right. Depending on how it's sitting and so on and so forth. And so I have some flexibility. And if it doesn't turn out exactly what I had in mind, it's still usually okay. When I'm trying to make a person and make it look just like a particular person, it's a little bit more challenging to get all of the portions correct and coloring and that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, that, that, I get that. I totally get that. Um, so you all were on TV, right? Didn't you? Didn't, didn't the cake from we Not were. Your Everyday Cakes make it onto the old we television? Had, we actually had... We were on three times. Three times. What were those? We were on uh, the TLC show, The Little Couple, and we did a cake for their daughter's fourth birthday. Their son's, son's fifth birthday and his... And the husband's birthday. birthday. We've also done other cakes for them. We've mm-hmm. done a num- We did a number of cakes for them uh, that weren't on the TV. Just they, they the, liked our cakes. The, well, what's and not so to like? We would you know continue to do it. That was one of our greatest experiences. We really stressful. Oh, I bet they Very give about twenty four hours notice when they yes. want a cake. Oh, really? Yes. Maybe more like forty eight. Yeah, they're really they're they're so sweet and so nice to work with. But they sometimes would like you know not give us a whole lot of notice and of course it would always be at like the worst possible time you know one of us is going out of town or something like that and you can't pass up on a chance to have your cakes on the tv so you know know, so of course you you know say of course we can do it (laughs) no problem (laughs) the best time was so I have another job. I also work at a synagogue. You do? I do. Hmm. And I will never forget uh, at the end of Yom Kippur services one year, which is a time where I can finally breathe again because my workload is starting to wind down and we've made it through the holiday season. Uh, I was still at the synagogue and I opened up my email to find a request for a cake that was going to be on TV for the little couple due in two days and my mom was leaving town the next day. Hustle. Yeah. You had a hustle for that one. <laughs> yes. So I, I'll project a little bit of what I think would I would find the most stressful about all of it. Not the time, really. Like, it's kind of fun to work under pressure, but the transportation. <laughs> like, getting a cake from from places. I don't even know if this is, like, a leading question, like the one with the, the, the fondant people. Was. <laughs> but is that how... How right am I that that is like the most stressful oh, part of it? it is. So I'd say about 50% of our arguments happen in the car. Uh, my mom is typically the one driving and I can't stand her driving, so I'm not sure why. But yet she won't drive, so, you know, don't yeah. ask me why. No, I won't. So, I mean, I will, but I won't. <laughs> so every time there's a brake or an acceleration, which happens a few times when you're driving, um, I usually <laughs> get a little tense and uh, tell, tell her to slow down because it is every cake maker's Worst nightmare. Worst nightmare. Well, our cakes, because our cakes are not standard sizes or standard shapes, you know, that's why we're called Not Your Everyday Cake, because we're going to make it, you know, how you want it. 
you can't exactly put them in a nice little tidy box and say, you know, here's your cake. We have to transport them, you know, Hand usually, yeah. uh, you know, we can't, that's why we do delivers because we, we don't want them running around in cars too much. And we happen to live in Texas and, and, and Texas is not the best place for doing fondant cakes because fondant does not like the heat. Oh my gosh, I can imagine. <laughs> or humidity. Yeah. Or humidity. And so, you know, we're, we're worried, you know, the car is frozen because we've turned the air conditioner way up and, you know, we're, we're transporting and, and, and we're trying to stay in seatbelts and not, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and, 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 you know, and not sit back there. And so, you know, it, it, it is a little nerve wracking, you know, to transport a, a, a cake, but uh, not... Knock on wood, <laughs> Knock yeah. on wood. We've only had, in our 10 years now of doing this, we've only had one cake that we uh, opened up the back of the car and, oh, oh no. this is not <laughs> good. <No. laughs> Hopefully the, the, the cake receivers were, uh, were understanding. They were awesome. Uh-huh. They were so nice about it. That's great. And, uh, and we, we were, were mortified. Very, we were we were petrified yeah. oh i'm <laughs> it sure it's awful I, I, one thing that i just want to make sure that like people know is, is that there really is no limit you know so like we you know i mentioned the mario thing and that, then there's the baby shark thing we also did a great gatsby themed cake and then the, the the one that i that was really cool that you just showed me today was this pancake cake like looked like a stack of pancakes and i heard cindy that you were the mastermind behind the whole I thing i was i was yes it looked like it looks like a stack it of does. pancakes with syrup gravity defying syrup pouring over it yeah and uh you know and the syrup bottle and everything and uh it was fun Th- these we love this business because it's a happy business you know when we're delivering cakes we're delivering it on a happy occasion mm-hmm and uh you know and and so far we've been very very lucky because most of the time they like our cakes and uh you know so they're you know and we get happy and good responses from it so it's it's really fun to do it and because we get to it's time for us to work together even though we some people listening in on us may think that uh we're, we're arguing with each other all the time. It's just the way we, we handle it and do it. Well, I will say that <laughs> I've uh, been uh, had the honor of knowing you both for a few months now, and it's it's a nice you all have a nice mother daughter relationship. Wait. From and I've I think I've seen you in situations where the the gloves can come off a little bit, and it's always very pleasant and very <laughs> loving and kind. Um, so. Okay, let's say I wanted a not your everyday cake, which I probably will at some point. What's the what's the delivery radius? How do I get one? Who do I call? Who do I email? Who do I, what do I do? Help me. So you can go to our website and you can reach us via email through the website or you could call us as well. Um, and once we confirm that we are available for your date, we would talk to you about design and kind of go from there. We we prefer to have a lead time of at least two weeks if possible, but we have definitely done a lot. Done a last minute cake. <laughs> last minute cake. Okay. And the website we should say is notyoureverydaycake.com. Yes. So I, this one's going to put you on the spot a little bit. Um, last question. 
So, okay, well, we almost did it. We almost did it. Is there a dream cake that you haven't been able to, to make yet? Or one that you think would just be so cool that you're like, someday when we have time and we don't have any orders and we just want to, like, see how far we can push this, this is the cake that I want to make? Hmm. So... Lately, one of the most popular cakes that we've done is a unicorn cake. And there's a pretty standard unicorn cake that is out there. You can find it at most grocery stores, a round cake with a horn mm-hmm. and has the ears and some usually some icing piped on top. But since my daughter and your granddaughter <laughs> uh, yes. is um, quite the unicorn fan, I think it would be really awesome to make a real unicorn cake cake i think that would be something we could strive like with the legs and the tail with everything with all of it do you know if it had wings it'd be called a pegasus that's true we're we're very funny you know i love we watch you know like the tv shows and i love watching them but i'm still a bit home a bit old school in that a lot of the cakes now that you see on the tv shows you know because they got to up the ante so much are you know they they start you know with these constructions you know yeah like of, styrofoam yeah well stuff. styrofoam and metal and yeah. pvc piping pvc piping That's and cheating. you know they're they're building all this stuff and they build the whole shape of the thing and then and then you know you know the the a piece of the body is cake and that's the only part of the whole thing yeah. that's that's cake and um not that we won't do some of the PVC pipe because we have and, you know, some things, but we want the majority of our cakes to be cake. Yeah. Uh, you know, fondant, you know, things we put on top of it and whatever. But uh, we're, we're more of the of the old school of, you know, we'll, we'll do shapes and doing everything else, but haven't quite made it to wanting to, you know, make, make them move and become roller yeah. coasters right no, no electronics yet <laughs> yeah. no electronics we've done yet. some electronics yeah. we have yes okay you know so we've done a little bit of everything but you know it's it's you know it's not going to be the major emphasis of it That's we want it to be totally, the cake totally awesome so on notyoureverydaycakes.com you can see a lot of examples of these incredible cakes so I can't thank you enough for taking the time answering all my cake-related questions. Should I also say they know how to make ice out of sugar, but I can't give away all the secrets today. So thank you, Cindy and Melissa, for taking the time with me this afternoon. This was better than I could have imagined. Thank you, thank you. Thanks, Mike. Thank you so much, Mike. We appreciate it. My guess is you're getting out your mixing bowls and rolling pins and your flour and your eggs and your sugar and your brown sugar and you're going to try to make a cake. And you should because it's fun. It really sounds intricate and fun. And if you like intricate, fun things, then you should try to make a cake. And check out NotYourEverydayCake.com and see some of the amazing examples of cakes that that they've made. Melissa and Cindy have made some like awesome cakes. Check out the Mario cake. That's all I'll say. Check out the Mario cake. Go to goodstuffpod.com for all of the past episodes. Write me an email, goodstuffpod at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Find me on social media, the at symbol goodstuffpod. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you very soon. Go.
stuff. stuff.